0: Greetings and welcome to another episode of Soundography, a crash course in music, one
1: band at a time. I'm Brian Ibbett. And I am Hammond Chamberlain.
0: And this is a backer-sponsored episode. We love our Patreon backers and uh, we love the music that they introduce us to. This week, no different. I'm, I'm really, really excited to talk about uh, the music we just finished listening to this week with our special guest. Let's introduce her right now. Hello, Priscilla. This is uh this is your week. This is your music.
2: Yes, excuse me. Yes, sorry, just getting over a head
0: cold. So, oh, you and me both. So, <laughs> <laughs> let's we'll we'll raise a glass of Nyquil to each other right now. <laughs> Sounds good. So, the band that uh, you had us choose was Dirty Heads, and I thought that I had not heard of this band um, <laughs> prior to you recommending them to us. But I was glad that uh, I was surprised to find out that not only have I heard them before, I've actually played one of their covers uh, on Coverville before, maybe even on TMS. I can't remember where it was. Color me
1: surprised.
0: Yeah. Right. Exactly. Oh, shock. But uh, <laughs> oh, I really, really enjoyed this week.
2: Oh, awesome. I'm, I'm very glad. Like I, um, I, I kind of figured it'd be maybe a little bit out of the wheelhouse, but uh, I think there was enough. I enjoy their music style uh, where it's just, you know, multi-genre, of course, one of my favorite things. So um, I think they, between that and then they do a lot of collaborations with uh, other artists. uh, There's enough there for a lot of people.
0: Yeah. You, you kind of hit the nail on the head with the, the fact that they are just outside of, of what I'd consider my wheelhouse and Hammond can speak to this as well, but close enough that, that, there was a good chance that, uh, that I was going to enjoy it. And absolutely you're correct in that, uh, um, in that guess. Hammond, how about you? What'd you think of this?
1: Week? Well, I was really surprised cause I had not heard any of it. And when communicating with them about what they were going to play, what they were going to choose, there was some back and forth. And she expressed a little consternation over whether we'd <laughs> be okay with it or not. And so I kind of was going from this place of, uh uh-oh, what are we getting into? (laughs) And then when we started listening to it, I'm like, oh, this isn't so bad. I like this. This is because it isn't something I knew, but it is definitely something that fits in with everything I like. So it wasn't that I consciously avoided it like Toby Keith. I I just unconsciously avoided it because I didn't know it was there. Right, right. Yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's a, a good way to describe it. It's, <laughs> it's a band that
0: feels like, aside from the cover that I knew, they're just on the outskirts of other things that I like. I like 311. I like Sublime. Not only do these guys definitely feel like they're influenced by those bands, but they've worked with those bands on, on a couple of the songs, a couple of the collaborations. And I imagine um, one or the other has opened for for, or these guys have opened for one or the other, or maybe one of them has opened up for, uh, for Dirty Heads. I don't know, but it's, uh, this, this feels, you know, this is the the first week I can remember in a long time where I've gotten a contact high from listening to our uh, soundography band.
1: (laughs) I think it's been not since we listened to that one band, uh, for you got to listen to this between seasons last year.
0: Oh yeah. Was there one like that? Bobby
1: or Alex led us in the direction of some band and I'm pretty sure I got high halfway through it. Or was yeah. it Monica's? If One it of the might have been Monica's it was Monica's band. It was Monica's yeah. band that got us high halfway through the listen.
2: That was kind of my uh, hesitancy with the band is because uh, obviously they're that Southern California kind of vibe. They obviously mm-hmm. appeal to, you know, those young twenty somethings, um, and just yeah, a lot of talk about uh, obviously. Weed and drinking and just kind of party lifestyle, which is kind of where the hesitancy came from. But (laughs) much to
1: common, much to the presentation I put out daily, I'm a twenty-something Southern Californian in my head somewhere, (laughs) (laughs) and we may not partake in all those. Yes, exactly. Certainly uh, know that they exist and (laughs) and enjoy and enjoy listening to people sing about them.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I that's musically uh, just. You know, it was back and forth between subject matter and then, you know, musically that I felt that they were uh, actually very strong.
0: So, oh, they really are. Yeah, really. Um, just I mean, a good vibe to them doesn't really do it justice, but it's probably the thing that fits the best, fits their style the best is they have a really good vibe. It's like a positive, like sublime, uh, for me. I like their vibe, but sometimes they can be a little negative, a little depressing. Know, <laughs> wrong Way is a great example. <laughs> <Or laughs> Santeria, for example, but but these guys really just ooze positivity and and kind of a really
1: lax attitude. Which they I they are sublime if they have gotten on a therapeutic dose of antidepressants.
0: Right. Yes. If
1: they if they spend some
0: time with Jack Johnson. Really <laughs> is what it is. Oh, that's,
2: yeah, that actually is very very apt description. <laughs>
0: Uh, have you have you seen them in uh, concert
2: no unfortunately this is one of the bands that i've always wanted to see um they would do a lot of uh you know we were no longer in california but when we lived in california they would do uh the roots festival reggae roots oh, sure. uh, and so they were always playing but i'm not a big stadium kind of person i prefer small intimate shows yeah. uh so we it was never it, it's never really all the smaller shows were further away and all the big shows were nearby. So, uh, unfortunately, no, I, I I would love to have seen them. But, um, unfortunately, this is a band I've never actually made it to see live.
0: Yeah, totally makes sense. Um, do you have a favorite of uh, their songs or, or their albums?
2: Uh, oh, gosh, so many. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I oh, Let me think. Um, they have... I mean, uh, my gosh! I think I, so. I, they've kind of changed styles, obviously, as they've yeah. got, uh, um, you know, they've progressed musically. Um, I, I first started with um, their first album. I, you know, one of their singles, um, "Lay Me Down," which is actually like their biggest single. Mm-hmm. Um, but the album is much different than like some of their later stuff. I actually like uh, "Swim Team" is actually one of my favorite albums. Uh, pretty much every song on there, I. I really enjoy uh it's kind of hard to pick one favorite song sure uh but yeah i just i i I love that they collaborate with a lot of uh just random artists oh and actually their new single is actually uh their new single single features um amy interrupter from the interrupters so uh i really really like that one a nice Uh,
0: connection to a previous episode too you led us to yeah Right. Exactly. Yeah. Previous yeah, episode.
2: on that song as well. But uh, yeah, it's just it's hard to pick a, a favorite. I just, you know, sometimes throw them on and just listen to song after song. So yeah. hard to say. <laughs> what
1: what would you say would be their Stairway to Heaven song? Because I don't have an idea uh, because this was new to me. Uh, Brian, do you have an Probably idea? Probably me, Lay Me Down would be my guess. Yeah. See, I have no idea. So Priscilla, what 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 is their Stairway to Heaven song?
2: Yeah, I, I say Lay Me Down. That was like their biggest single. Um and I ironically, it was actually written um uh Rome Ramirez is, you know, sublime with Rome. He's, He's now you know, for Bradley. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um he was hanging out in at, uh, I think it was um the guitarist and co-vocalist Duddy, Daddy B. Um, they were hanging out at a barbecue and they just started you know, they had some guitars, they just started jamming, and um, that's where they ended up writing the song, and it was all written in an afternoon, um, and then they ended up recording it, but um, it ended up being, I, I think it was like one of their highest charting singles, and um, I think just because it was so early in their career, it was off their first um, actual studio album, Yeah, I, I would say that one. For sure. That would yeah.
0: make sense. And and yeah. this is a song, you know, when it came up, I thought, oh, look at that. They're covering Sublime. Cause for whatever reason, I'd heard the song before and I'd always assumed that it was a Sublime song. And it's obviously with Rome of, of Sublime with yeah. Rome, but um, but for whatever reason I'd always assumed it was a sublime song. So, you know, aside from the cover that I knew, this was the other song that um that I'd inadvertently, even though I attributed it to somebody else, I still I still knew it. This is uh, this is this is great stuff. Uh, Hammond, do you have any any questions for Priscilla?
1: No, I I have to say I'm really glad that we do this part of the show because yeah, me introducing music to you is fine, and you introducing me to music is fine, and us discussing things sure. you both know about is fine. Sure. But having people reach out and care enough to actually introduce what they love to us actually yeah. is the thing I enjoy the most.
0: I do too. And it's, uh, I visualize it. I'm very visual for whatever reason. I visualize it like two. Dartboards side by side. You and I are two dartboards side by side, Hammond, and the music that uh, our our uh, listeners, our fans, our, our our supporters, backers, whatever, ask us to listen to, it's like throwing a dart and seeing whose bullseye it gets closer to. And it sounds like <laughs> this one's like right between the two of us, like perfectly equidistant. And I think it's for very bullseyes. different
1: reasons too, because I yeah. there there are aspects of this that I I am sure that you don't enjoy as much as I do. Just like I'm sure that there are things that you enjoy not as much as whatever. I you didn't hear
0: point. any harmonica
1: or Chapman stick or or was, progressive so I, progressive guitar runs. <laughs> right. Yes.
2: So just um, I don't know if you're aware, but they actually did two songs with Blues Traveler, uh, the two vocalists. Yeah. Um, oh, really? Yeah.
1: I did. I found. Yeah. I found that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, cool. I actually really like those songs. So, um, but yeah, there's, the, the uh, blow up
1: the moon was actually one of my picks for. Um, when we did the Blue Traveler show.
2: Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Remember the
1: one that had the GTA video? Yeah, Hammond,
0: you're asking me to remember an episode we did from the first season of the show? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I remember it. (laughs) 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 Of course. Yeah, of course I remember it, Hammond. How could I forget? (laughs) I mean, come on. Uh, Yeah.
2: It was just, uh, yeah, they, so they don't have harmonica in their songs, but they've been on songs with harmonica. Yeah.
0: There you go, close enough. Um, yeah, this is uh, this is some fun stuff. And, and a lot of the songs from, um, as a matter of fact, from Swim Team and um, Supermoon. God, I love the vibe of Supermoon. We'll talk about that on the show here in a minute. But um, just the the 70s funk vibe of that yeah. album, both that and Swim Team were my, my two kind of album picks, the ones that oh. um, the most stuff ended up in my playlist from. Awesome. My personal playlist i should say
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well and, and they've done a lot of covers too so i i don't think they oh, make really? obviously on a lot of their albums but mm-hmm. yeah I, I mean you know i'm trying to play the sides here but um
1: <laughs> wow now i see well, yeah, now you know, now you priscilla now i state. see what you're doing don't pit us against yeah. each other that won't work
2: <laughs> no <laughs> no um they, they were actually featured on an episode of uh, live from daryl's house with uh daryl oh, hall yeah. uh yeah, so they did I actually really like their rendition of Rich Girl. They they added in another verse. So about, they about her that stealing one. all their weed? <laughs> no, actually it was a you know, a updated version about oh. <laughs> uh, you know girls spending all their dad's money and having handbags and things like that. So oh, that's awesome. Worry about the size, I could see it in your yeah. eyes that
3: you know you get the process.
2: it's actually it actually and then even at the end of the song like you know the videos on youtube daryl hall says like you know he's just like you could see how excited he was like how well the song went uh so he yeah very awesome cover Um, it
0: takes a lot of of, uh, guts to cover and add add a verse to uh a, a song you're doing in front of the person who wrote it. <laughs> so that's good on that, I think
2: man. That the added verse is like the the extreme, right? But yeah. it, they pull it off, and it's very very well done. And oh, totally my, have to listen for that. That's great. Yeah, but they um they they do the same thing with Paint It Black. They did the Rolling mm-hmm. Stones cover Paint It Black, and same thing. They add a verse in. Um, a lot of the times when they do covers, that's what they'll do. They'll they'll add um just a verse. Generally, obviously, play it in their style, which you know
0: it's a way to do yeah. it um,
2: yeah.
0: I'm gonna have to look for those because I was only aware of the, the you know just the Coldplay cover that I already have oh. so this is great I'm gonna be looking for YouTube videos and singles and stuff like yeah. that b-sides and, and such awesome yeah they
2: yeah. It, it they're very yeah just
0: one of my favorite bands so oh, Glad I to see why. Like it. Yeah, yeah enjoyed it a lot. Excellent. Well, um, I think with that, we'll uh, get right into the heart of the show. Uh, Priscilla, thank you so much for your support of Soundography and for uh, turning us on to this great band.
2: Oh no, no problem. Like we love supporting the show. Obviously, me and Daniel, um, you know, so any way we can help, and um, you know, we love talking music. So uh, (laughs) yeah, it's it's a win-win-win. (laughs)
0: <laughs> right, a win for the listeners as well exactly win for yeah. the two the, for the three of us or four of us with daniel
1: and uh win for the listeners and daniel will be back during the off season during you got to listen to this because he's got something for us already and tap for that oh good excellent yeah. yep. i hope
0: he wasn't listening and and is going to make us listen to toby keith again
2: uh, <laughs> uh that's a he's a hard no on country so
0: <laughs> good deal Whew. Excellent. Uh, All right. Well, thanks again, Priscilla. And uh, with that, let's get right into this episode of Soundography. Greetings from Soundography, Crash Course of Music, one band at a time. I'm still Brian Ibbett. And
1: I, I think I'm still Hammond Chamberlain.
0: You appear to be. If, if not, you are a very reasonable facsimile. And uh, you just got done hearing our introduction with Priscilla, who introduced us to this band. And we had a chance to talk with her about Dirty Heads, why she picked them, how much she likes them. Here's a clue. It's a lot. You heard that already. And uh and then some other things about the band, some some favorite music, which was like, you know, trying to get a favorite song. It'd be like asking me what what's my favorite squeeze song or what's my favorite crowded house song, or or you, what's your favorite dream theater song? You know, it's tough.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's hard to it's hard to, you know, Sophie's choice your way through a conversation like that absolutely
0: is. So we are talking about the band Dirty Heads. Let's get right into it, because I think we've already both said how much we enjoyed this week when we had the intro. So Yeah,
1: no, there's no, there's no, there's no bashfulness on my part. This was fun.
0: Dirty Heads is a, uh, an American reggae rock band from California. The band was founded in 2006 by Jared Watson and Dustin Bushnell. They are Dirty J and Duddy B. Respectively. I like that. They met at a party during high school. The two started working on new music that was hip hop songs with reggae and punk influences. And in 2007, the group recorded their first demo called Dirty Demo that included the song Gimme
3: the mic. (laughs)
0: The next year, they released their first album, Any Port in a Storm. John Olazabal and David Forl joined the band on drums and bass. They were signed to Warner Brothers Music Group, but they left the label because of that old chestnut, Artistic Differences. <laughs> that's, what I, that's why I left my first marriage. So I wanna leave a I wanna quit a podcast because of artistic differences. Hammond, I'm tired of doing this show because it's artistic differences. <laughs> Somehow, they kept their master recordings after all that. Stan Frazier from Sugar Ray was one of the people who helped them complete the album. They were able to have a number of special appearances on the record.
1: So, did he help them find the halo on the corner of their girlfriend's four-post bed?
0: I sure hope so. And, and uh, you know, they've only got 14 minutes and 59 seconds to find it.
1: <laughs> so, anyway, uh, Billy Ray, Billy Preston, Alex Akuna, and DJ Tippa Iree also appeared on that album. G-
0: DJ Tippa Iree, man. Uh, Billy Preston I'm obviously familiar with because he's one of the people that's always always uh, attributed with being the fifth Beatle. There's about 12 people who are considered to be the fifth Beatle.
1: <laughs> Including that and one Billy that's in Preston's the picture brother. on the sidewalk parked on the road behind the crossing the street picture.
0: Oh, is there somebody? I've never seen anybody else in that photo. Is no, there really there's a car. It's road? a Beatle. Oh, oh, the Beatle. Oh, my gosh. How have I never seen that or heard that joke before? I mean, I know that... <laughs> There's a Beatle there that has the license plate twenty five if, but I had no idea. Why is why have I never heard that joke before? And why did it take you telling me that joke? That's Jeez. my role in your life, Brian. It is, for <laughs> sure. Uh the track Next Level features Slash and M Shadows.
3: Who's on first? And I'm on second.
0: So Ring the Alarm was, was chosen to be on the first Pure magazine sampler. When touring, the band would cover Coldplay's Viva La Vida, and that cover actually would be included on the Any Port in a Storm special edition, which came out in 2012.
1: And I wonder whose
0: playlist it ended up on. I wonder. <laughs> hmm, and how it wasn't the first uh, song on my playlist. In 2012, they released... The album Cabin by the Sea, Spread Too Thin, was the first single released. The album was released in June, and they played several festivals that summer. I'm sure these guys seem like they're perfect for Vans, like the Vans Warped Tour. Oh, yeah. Made for it, right? Maybe even like a second
1: stage at Lollapalooza. Yeah, Reggae on the Rocks. I yeah. can see
0: them. Yeah. See them that. They had Del the Funky Homo Sapien from uh, Gorillaz, or who, who appeared on a couple of Gorillaz tracks. And Rome Ramirez on Smoke Rings and Mongo Push. And Rome Ramirez is the Rome of Sublime with Rome, who took over, uh, as we talked about in the pre-show. Dirty Heads hired Sean Haygood to the band for the tour, making them a six-piece. and means way more people to share your pot with. In 2013, they released Home, Phantoms of Summer, as well as an acoustic cover of Cabin by the Sea. This, This is great, by the way. I love this acoustic Uh, album. So, so good. The album debuted at number 27 on the top 200 Billboard chart. And um, as I mentioned, this was an acoustic, all-acoustic album. In 2014, they released the album Sound of Change, appropriately enough because their sound was starting to evolve and change. My Sweet Summer was the first single. It reached number two on the top rock chart and number eight on the top 200. They also appeared on the song Blow Up the Moon by Blues Traveler. As which, we talked about yeah which show. which
1: is a great and also has 303 in it too the band from Colorado
0: oh really see yeah. look at this look at this uh, collaboration and and, and uh, all these things somehow kind of like the connecting fiber is pot yes uh <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> they also co-wrote the song castaway and vagabond blues with
3: Rome Ramirez man's hand and I got my chips eight low in the distance my leads west a mission I hear that train whistling, no rest for the wicked I sleep when I'm buried, no name on my tombstone Call me Huckleberry, yeah I've got a rust cut of whiskey I hope that no one will miss me
0: In 2016, they released a self-titled album The first single was released on 420 <laughs>
3: Smoke weed every day
0: That's all I
1: need And uh, the album was released a few months later can I get Scott's bumper for Smoke Weed every day for this episode and pretty much just throw yeah, it in sure after every can. sentence?
3: Smoke
0: Weed every day.
1: I've been hearing it. Have you not been playing it cuz <laughs> I'm hearing it in my head
0: every every couple minutes. In 2017, they released the album Swim Team. Uh, the Unlikely Candidates were featured in the song
3: Celebrate. Sorry. Tell my little sister. I said hey. One day I'll come home, we can celebrate. Yeah, these late nights and these long drives, four moons under dark skies, tears fall behind phone screens, lonely hearts lead to bad dreams. Wish that
1: I could be there for you. I hope the life will be fair for you. It's hard to Nick Hexum on. of 311 was on So Glad You Made It.
0: Have they ever done a collaboration with 303 and 311 at the same time?
1: No my gosh. That's crazy talk. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It does seem like a weird, like a uh, an unusual uh, combo. They'd have to call of of it way. like advanced math and then bring right? it in. Right, yes. Yeah. And then finally in 2019, Supermoon. That's the uh, their most recent full album release. This was described by the band as a 70s sci-fi kung fu western car chase soundtrack. Man, that's that's accurate.
1: Yeah, and and the thing is, is I think the reason it had such a great vibe is because they re- recorded this all in the same room straight to tape. it's great! It's so good. Um, That opening track, by the way, uh,
0: the first track on the album, which is the self-titled, or I'm sorry, the title track.
3: Sound. I live in the night. The sky's
0: my home. Has a little bit of the uh, Ides of March vehicle. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, uh huh. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. I was actually singing that along with Supermoon. <laughs> 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 was on. And uh, there, there has to be some sort of mashup or attribution or something, I'm guessing, with that. Uh, still really, really loved it. And then they went on tour with 311, the aforementioned 311.
1: And every Taco Bell on the tour route ran out of food.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> 17 more country app Supremes, man. <laughs> By the way, my 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 you know my go-to pot smoker uh, impersonation is always the George Carlin, hey, man.
1: Oh, see, I thought you were doing Auto Man from uh, The Simpsons. I think that's where Auto Man came Probably, from. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure George it is. George Carlin. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. it is, yeah. Now that you say that, of course it is. It has to be. In 2011,
0: I'm sorry, in 2021, the Dirty Heads released a greatest hits album. It did contain
1: some new collaborations with Travis Barker and Amy Allen. And Amy Allen, as was mentioned in the introduction, is from The Interrupters, which Priscilla introduced us to a few times ago.
0: I think so, a few seasons ago. So
1: much connective tissue. Yeah. uh, With all this stuff. This band was engineered in a lab to be on Soundography. (laughs) <laughs>
0: right? All roads. Everything's <laughs> been leading up to this moment.
1: <laughs> uh, Hammond, tell us some statistics and general notes for uh, Dirty Heads. In an interview, Mr. J, or Dirty J, uh, said that Sublime was a big influence on their style and sound, which obviously, since one of the guys who went on to be in Sublime is was writing with them. So there's obviously some kind of real uh, symbiosis going on there for sure yeah he clearly he did clarify that they are not trying to sound like a 90s band and that the black keys have also influenced their sound which Oh really which interesting is, when they when i typed it it made sense but until they said it i'm not sure if i would have picked it out
0: i still i still don't hear it cuz i think of them as like a a
1: garage blues kind of band but um maybe it's that, you know? maybe it's that kind of Stripped down DIY kind of sound. I don't know. It's maybe it's something there's something there that does make sense, but I can't put a finger on it. I never would have picked it out myself. Sure. Yeah. They also created a limited edition microbrew called Session Ale, and the beer was brewed with pineapples. (laughs) Okay. So I'm not a beer drinker, but I enjoy the taste of pineapple. I don't know what fermented pineapple would taste like, but whatever. Turn it into a bun, man. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just just watch your lips cause those things are pokey. Smoke weed every day.
0: Yeah, they are exactly. Make sure, make sure you use a, uh, <laughs> a pipe. Uh, excellent. All right. Well, these this is uh, great stuff. And and uh, if you get to see them in concert, maybe it's at a warp tour or, or something like that. So let's say you see them in concert. What is the song you're just going to be guaranteed that they're going to perform? What is the, What's the one thing you're just for sure going to hear them uh, perform?
1: All right. So until we talked to Priscilla, I had no idea. And Priscilla says that it's Lay Me Down. And since she's the resident expert in the room, I'm going to go with her and say lay that's me down. That's a good choice.
0: Yeah, that's a very good choice because that is, in fact, the uh, they their stairway to heaven song. Sign for
3: the chase. The safe was <laughs> nearly empty and they were nearly free but was seen by the good eye of the mean Billy Green and he screamed at the top of his lungs. They're on the run. It's the two outsiders. Grab your horses and your guns. I said I wish that we could stay here. But I fear our time has
0: come. We can ride out and- Tied, actually, with My Sweet Summer, which was the uh, first single released from Swim Team um, and a song that made it onto my playlist, as a matter of fact. <laughs> uh, rounding out the top 10 is Medusa, Sloth's Revenge, Burn Slow, Franco-Eyed, Dance All Night, Cabin by the Sea. I think we, we almost both picked that one. Uh, That's All I Need and Your Love. And then, as we mentioned before... Um, they do covers of uh, Paint It Black frequently in concert, as well as Hammer by Bob Marley and the Whalers, For What It's Worth
1: by Buffalo Springfield. Of course they do that song. Oh, my gosh. Of course they do that song.
0: (laughs) Right? You can just hear it. Oh, good Um, golly. And and the aforementioned Viva La Vida.
1: They should be doing Ohio, too.
0: Ohio by uh, uh, Crosby, Stills, Uh Nash, and Young. Yeah. (laughs) By Young.
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) on!
0: Excellent. Well, speaking of covers, let's talk about who we'd like to hear them cover. And uh, I'll, I'll begin. Uh, my pick for them this week, This I don't usually choose oldies or songs that I consider to be oldies. But in their case, this is one that would work perfectly as a, uh, a long either concert jam or... Um, uh you know a, a
1: a b-side to a single it's whatever it's the introduction to the band song where they it could introduce be, the right. band and everyone solos for a while yes it's the yes, introduction to the band show
0: song it's it, exactly it totally it is. is yeah it's used it's probably been used a million times is that too the song is uh, stand by me by benny king um listen I, I hear them doing this as like a fireside mellow rum punch and smoking a blunt version and, 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 uh and, you it'd know, be, it'd be more like on lean a...
1: on me instead of standby. <laughs>
0: <It'd be> like, <laughs> laying on, lean the sand, man. Um, but I could just hear this thing just sizzling and like it would be an eight minute song. I could feel like it would be an eight minute song. Yeah. It would be one where they'd be performing it, but then they'd have several guest stars coming on and Dave Matthews and wanders on with the sax player. Right. Yes. Jack Johnson with his, Shoes that look like feet. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Hammond, how about how about
1: you, he said, as if he didn't know what so, was coming. So this is a momentous occasion because of the season, this is the last time that Alan Parsons' project will be mentioned as as a, this kind of cover. Uh-huh. Uh, Eye in the Sky by Alan Parsons' project is my song. And you know what? This might actually be one of the best fits of the season. Uh, really? Okay, yeah. I think this could really um, be a great fit. Slow it down, add a bounce to it. I think it works. Cool. I think it totally works. Yeah. I'm not even going to try to uh, try to justify it. It Works.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. No, I think I, this one. This is one of the few that I can actually
1: hear. So um, no, you said that every time except for Dougie Fresh.
0: Did I, I didn't. know you
1: you tried to convince me on Dougie Fresh, and I still can't hear. I know, hear but it. that's what I mean. That's Thank the only time you've said you couldn't hear it. All the others, oh, even the I toasters, even the toasters, you're like, yep, totally hear it. I don't know. I need, I need, uh, I need, a I'll, put, I'll put a super cut together.
0: <laughs> uh, we're at the point of the show where we uh, provide our own playlist and it's funny, I'm looking through my list, and you might think that I only liked two of their albums. That's not true at all. I liked Any Port in a Storm. I liked Cabin by the Sea. I liked, uh, as you're going to hear, Swim Team. I mean, I, I really liked a lot of their, their music, really enjoyed a lot of stuff in this. So, uh, But my, my choices are going to sound like I've only picked from two albums, and I'll explain one of them in Hammond's. Uh, in, in a few minutes. Uh, first one for me was the uh, the first single released from the Sound of Change album, which I didn't realize was a single, and I guess is their, one of their biggest hits, the tide for the number one spot <laughs> <laughs> on their set list. But uh, My Sweet Summer.
3: My sweet summer's gone, and on my mission, she made it clear her lipstick can't be wrong. My summer summer, my sweet summer is gone. My
0: sweet summer is gone. I can see why it's a single. Uh, I was listening to this in the car and halfway through the song, I realized I was singing along. It was It's so freaking infectious that as it was going on, I couldn't help but, but
1: sing along with it. So absolutely loved I it. I found that with a lot of these songs that were just, yeah. before the song was over, you knew the chorus and you were singing along. It's weird how that that, that happens sometimes it really is
0: uh, second thing for me was uh, Burn Slow also from the Sound of Change album
3: I'll spit this last line and you can call me sky and burn slow I can see it through the flame
0: I think this is the one that had Tech Nine on on vocals with them. This is uh, this sounds like something that Tristan would have had me listen to, and maybe he did. I don't know. Maybe he recommended this to me, and I forgot about it. But uh, but if he hasn't, I'm going to recommend this to him. I have to find out. I get to text him and say, "Do you know the Dirty
1: Heads?" and and see if he cleared the fog <laughs> machine off <laughs> enough to show you his phone. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> this is this is the perfect band for the fog machine, isn't it? <laughs>
0: Next one is the opening track from the swim team album Stallone. You don't know nothing about me. You
3: don't know nothing. You don't know shit about me, homie. I tell you something. You don't know nothing about me. You don't know nothing. You don't know shit about me, homie. I tell you something. Hold on, wait, wait. Okay. I got bars and bars.
0: Which. You know, you look at that title and think, well, how, how is that going to be the title of the song? And then you hear the song and it totally explains feeling a little Stallone. Um, this song, start to finish, is just so much fun that, of course, I had to include it in my list. Uh, next one, I guess, turns out to be another single because they've released a bunch of different versions of this one. It's you Vacation. Go
3: and it. hey, hey, hey. I'm on vacation every single day because I love my occupation. Hey, hey. I'm on vacation Every single day Every, every single day Every single day Every, every single day
0: and, and the gist of the song is, you know, if you love what you do, if you enjoy what you do, then every day feels like a vacation. And um, that is podcasting for me, is uh, is the fact that it's just, you know, vacation. And then lastly...
3: On me and I my kind
0: Who could have seen this coming? It's their cover of Coldplay's Viva La Vida, um, which I had already had in my library and, and completely had forgotten that I had in my library. But uh, you'll find this on the bonus track edition or the deluxe edition of Any Port in a Storm, the 2012 uh, re-release. And it is a great cover and it's in their style, which is exactly, you know, how a band should cover a song. It's so good. And uh, uh, and, and, and it makes me want more and I've got more. So there so you go. So I
1: think they should go down and do a show with, uh, what's his name? Ricky Martin. And do okay. Viva La Vida Loca and do a mashup of the two songs I'm Live. amazed
0: that uh, there's got to be somebody out there who's done a mashup of those two songs. It feels like they
1: had to, right? It, it, it feels like it, but I just made it up. So if they haven't, it's my idea. Okay. All right. We're,
0: we're putting this <laughs> timestamp on it right here. You heard it here first. If you do it after this point, then clearly you heard us talk about it. And um,
1: There's like a whole nation in that- their cover.
0: You owe us royalties. Yeah, all nations cover by the sky. Exactly. (laughs) Hammond, tell me about tell me about your picks. One of which you kind of stole from me without (laughs) me knowing.
1: So my first one is spread too thin. It's, yeah. And it's from uh, Cabin in the Woods, or no, I'm sorry, um, Cabin by the Sea. <laughs> <In> the <woods. laughs> sorry. You know, that great horror movie reggae album that. Uh... Anyway, I really the sentiment behind this song as I'm typing this, I'm realizing that Brian's always talking about the songs that like talk about relaxing, getting you to kind of slow down yeah. and take pace. And yeah. as soon as I typed it, I'm like, oh gosh, I bet you Brian's going to pick it. I pulled the notes back up, and Brian's like, it's right here on the notes. Damn it.
0: That's <laughs> all you need, right? That's all you need to see. Yeah, I don't know. I think, I think it was uh, the day you posted the notes. You went in and, and put in at least a few of your song choices. Maybe
1: two or three of them were in there, but that was the first one in there. And I'm like, oh
3: man. <laughs> of but
1: but but we should both feel a little ashamed because it is one of their bigger songs. So we're kind of we're fighting <laughs> over is, breaking the of- rules. None of us, neither of us at least put uh, Lady Down. Which, yes. is, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So, my next one is Morning Light from Inkboard. I'm a brother.
3: I live my life a setting sun. Got one more smoke than a broken lungs inside a deal. I'm a great of E I G H T O. I haven't slept in days. I'm stuck in my old ways. I think this angel beat me into me, but I can't say. Hospitality, a possible, the worst thing that you can believe. I'll be myself all right down to my hair. My eyes are open.
1: And uh, once I heard this, I was totally stuck in my head for like two days. The tempo changes are just really keep me as a listener kind of on my toes. And sometimes they change in ways you don't expect them to, and then they change back. I mean, it's a really creatively arranged piece of music more than anything. I mean, that's the thing I enjoyed most about it was the fact it's such a creative arrangement. Yeah, really is. And then Phantoms from uh, the home album.
3: I sit and wonder. Will you discover I need you? Yes, you know that I do.
1: You village and plunder. This shows that they are a real reggae band and they really and I really love this song and the sounds, they kinda of lean into that more reggae vibe than they usually do. And then my fourth one is End of the World from Sounds of Change.
3: To lay ahead. But the siren That shakes you from
1: your bed. You, you are This one feels like something that came out in the early 80s and it totally made me wax nostalgia. This is something like mm. I feel like I would have heard in combination with a, that UB40 cover of Red, Red Rome. Oh, red, red wine, you mean? Yeah, I'm sorry. Wow, what am I doing today? Red, red rum is the version from The Shining, uh, <laughs> which
0: you almost were in. Which I almost was in. That would be an interesting, uh, <laughs> interesting mashup, right? Red
1: rum. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, yeah, so the UB40 of red, red wine. But it felt kind of like it would have been in that same time period sound wise. And then my last one is Too Cruel, and it's from the self titled album. This is super catchy, and I picked uh, this one more because the way they use time. This is a band that's being patient in their arrangements. And sometimes patience is hard to do.
3: I do my city proud. I try to keep it wild. Ichiban, wicked one, Okinawa loud. I drink Guinnesses and go to dinner with my nemesis. Have a couple laughs while they plot how to finish this. Interested on how to get up on a wizard list. Since, you sense I'm the sensei apprentices. Huh? I'm the salt up in the cut, huh?
1: To create space for sound and to create space for rhythm and feel, having that kind of discipline and that patience is kind of impressive. Also, they could have been stoned, and this is just what they were doing.
0: (laughs) It's just what they just what they ended up with, right? But
1: musically, it creates almost like this tension because you're waiting for things to start happening, but yet they're showing Mm -hmm. this patience to kind of space things out, which Mm -hmm. is pretty awesome. It's kind of like how uh, in John Carpenter's original Halloween, they take the time to do and set up certain things. And nowadays if in the remakes and the retellings of these stories, they blow right through some of the stuff that actually makes the original Halloween scary because they rush through it. So the fact that these guys kind of had that same kind of discipline to let you kind of bask in the thing is kind of impressive.
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, Yeah, it's, 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 it's such a great, I mean, I, I talk about the vibe, but that it's a, it's a vibe that you don't just hear, but you kind of, experience
1: yourself Mm -hmm. like you kind of yeah you do yourself so i I love that and And they're also a band that's easy to kind of lay your own experiences over the top of to have a different experience for everyone who listens so Mm -hmm. my listening experience was very probably very different than yours but we both enjoyed it so that means that they're able to take whatever they're doing and we can lay our own lives over the top of it and kind of filter through and get our own stuff out of it yep absolutely so good
0: cool well, that was, uh, that was a lot of fun this week. Big, big thanks again going out to Priscilla and really Daniel, I'm sure, who, who kind of helped uh, nudge uh, the direction of this, um, this sponsored episode. But that's not it. This may sound like the end of the season. Well, technically it is, right? It's, this is the end of the season. But we do have more stuff coming. We've got, uh, you got to listen to is. And as we mentioned a minute ago, we're going to be figuring out what all those are and getting those on a release schedule. Um, we know Daniel's got one already kind of in the, uh, in the loop for us. Uh, I've, I've got to narrow down my list of albums that I really want to make him and listen to down to one. He's got to do the same thing for me. Do but, I make you uh, like
1: listen to the musical you've never heard, the Prague epic or the California punk band?
0: Oh, wow. Jeez. Um, I'm excited for any of those.
2: Okay. Really? Right. So, right. uh,
0: yeah, none of those, none of those scare me uh, in the slightest. So, cool. bring it on, Hammond. You've lived through Slayer. What else? What else is there? Right, uh, Slayer and, and <laughs> uh, Third Eye Blind, and, and yeah, exactly.
1: I can listen to anything now for a week.
0: Yep, exactly. entire.
1: McIntyre. Yo, gosh. And the fir- and you know what? It makes me actually think we should revisit the second half of Dolly Parton's catalog. You think so, huh? <laughs> I
0: was about to say, yeah, you know, the sex. And then I thought, oh, really? Do we need to? Yeah.
1: Uh, the first half was so good. I am terrified after Rhinestone. That's the thing,
0: exactly. I mean, and so good, you know, some of it was so cheeseball with the porter wagon. Yeah. That was the time that they drove home and <laughs> saw as their they approached children on the house, mics. they saw the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they heard a thump as they drove over their dog that they'd had for 22 years
1: and Buster and Buster stopped him in his death from driving off the bridge.
0: Right, exactly. Oh, my God. Anyway, uh, that is going to do it for this episode of Soundography. If you want to get in touch with us, please, we'll give you a bunch of ways to do it, starting with email. That's always a great way to reach out to us. Soundographypodcast at gmail.com is the email address to use. We are at the Soundography on Twitter. You can follow us there and, and tweet things. We also tweet out when we put up a new episode, uh, new, new stuff coming out, things like that. So keep an eye there. Soundography.com is where you're going to find everything else all of our previous episodes are there all 140 plus of them because this is episode 143 but lots of bonus stuff up there as well Uh, every episode has information pertaining to that episode great show notes including links to to the Spotify playlist where you can find the music that we're recommending. Uh, you can also find an Amazon link to the album that we recommend you start with if you're brand new to the band or you just want to uh, to surprise a friend who you think would like this stuff. The greatest You can buy hits. him an album using that link. Yeah. This will be greatest hits because yeah. most of our songs are actually on the greatest hits. <laughs> Oops! Uh, you'll also find a way to support the show with Patreon, much like you heard Priscilla do at the start of the show. Uh, so go check that out. We also put out monthly episodes that are only for Patreon subscribers, supporters. So uh, this week we're going to be talking about a uh, punk a uh, movie that is not about SLC Punk, but is called SLC Punk. I mean, it's you know, it's a
1: fictional. I don't know what it is. I haven't seen it. happen. I? Think it's but, actually but based, I think it's actually based on actual dudes' experiences. Is in, it based on a true story? Okay. All well, right. Lightly based on a true story. I mean, one of the one sure. of the things they show in the movie isn't is a story I have heard retold a thousand times in my time living oh, in no. Utah.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay. Cool. That's gonna be fun to talk about. I can't wait to to hear what you mean by that. Cause now I'm now I'm even more intrigued. Yeah. Of course, you can support us on Patreon, like I mentioned, and then reviews. That's the last thing. If you uh, like our show, a good way to let other people know about it is by leaving a review. That always uh, uh, somehow leads people to find the show, rises us to the top of charts and things like that. So uh, anywhere you get your podcasts, if you leave a nice review for us, we would totally appreciate that. Uh, that's going to do it for this season of Soundography. On behalf of Hammond Chamberlain, this is Brandon. Saying thanks for listening. We'll see you next time right here on
2: Soundography.
0: This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at
1: frogpants.com.